Hello folks and welcome to Chiang Mai is Blue, your independent Chiang Mai FC podcast with me, Rob Scott, and with Simon. Hello everybody. Uh, we're back from a trawl down to Pattaya United for the away game last weekend. We'll come to that in good time. People will know I'm a little pissed off with football at the moment, so I need to do a slight digression. What a great week last week was for Test Cricket. Just astonishing. England won in Hyderabad in the first Test match in India by 28 runs. The debutant Hartley taking 7 for 62 in India's second innings. What was remarkable is that England trailed by 190 runs on the first innings. It was everybody had written England off. And uh, a remarkable innings by uh, young Pope uh, of 190, well, not 190, 196. Uh, helped England through to a win that will go down as probably one of the, if not the greatest away win ever by the England cricket team. On the same day, the West Indies were winning in Australia for the first time in 27 years. Oh, fantastic. Exactly. And what a great advert those two games were for Test cricket. And how could that win revitalise uh, West Indies cricket, which has been in the doldrums for some years? Uh, again, their, um, their pace bowler, Shamar Joseph, took seven for 68, despite having a toe that was smashed up by a uh, Mitchell Stark Yorker the previous day. Uh, and his celebration uh, when he took the winning, uh, the winning wicket was memorable. So that was good. Cricket is wonderful. Test cricket at its best is really hard to beat for, for, for drama uh, and entertainment, uh, especially if you've been to Patia to watch a game of football, which had little drama and even less entertainment. We will, as I said, come to that. Simon, apologies for the digression. I needed to get that out of no, my system. No worries. I know you like cricket. <laughs> but um, well done to the West Indies. They were, They've all they, were, like, they were brilliant when I was growing up. Yeah, they were. Yeah, just some holidays, you just watch them bowl the ball down at our heads and muller us. My, my first memories of watching cricket... Um, go back, because I'm slightly older than you, to 1963, Simon, when I was off school feeling really quite sick during the summer and I'm lying there on the sofa with the old black and white telly going on watching um, Hall and Griffiths who were... Uh, You're so much the, older than me. The, the earliest of the, 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 the really famous sort of West Indian pace bowlers uh, and they're, they're hurtling this ball down at Ted Dexter. This is all in the days before helmets and before any real protection and Ted Dexter, bless him, the English gentleman, is smashing them all over Lords in an innings of about 90-odd. It was great viewing. Um, <laughs> we should, before I start... We should move along. Move we? along before I start talking cricket for the next hour or so. Um, Patia Chiang Mai FC, Simon. Patia 1, Chiang Mai FC 0. I'll let you go first. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, fantastic little ground. Absolutely loved it. This is, this is Nong Pru Stadium, which is just about 20 minutes outside Central Patia. Uh, yeah, real football stadium, no running track. The touchline was 10, 12 foot away. Yeah. Brilliant. Disappointing turnout from us, I must be honest. I was expecting more, but do I expect more every away game? So, um... We were diabolical. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> oh, I'll be accused of all sorts of things again. Um, well, we weren't very good. Uh, at all. Patia, to their credit, have a game plan. 
They know their game plan and they stick to it. Uh, it it's heavily dependent on their two Brazilians. Uh, Flavio at, at the centre of defence, I thought, was outstanding in almost everything he did throughout the game. Man uh, of the match, yes. Yeah. Defended, he, he defended awesome. superbly at the heart of defence. He hit the woodwork. He created their other opportunity that hit the woodwork with a backheader at the near post and he scored their goal. Uh, he really was all over the place. Uh, helped by Judy Van, who again, again isn't the fastest of the Brazilians playing in Thai league, but... Back in form, isn't he? Knows his game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they they hit a lot of long balls forward, long diagonals into spaces in behind the the defence, and it was which featured. were excellent yeah. balls. It yeah. was like you've been practicing this because you're really good at it. Yeah, I mean they hit the woodwork twice and they scored. Yeah, and they could have been three 0 couldn't they? Really, to be honest. Um, yeah, I was impressed actually that they were good. I, and they weren't dirty, which surprised me. No, they, they, their time-wasting was appalling, though. I mean, when, when oh, they were a goal up... Embarrassing. Yeah. Lucky Michael said it before the yeah, game. Yeah, every opportunity they had to slow the game down, to lie down and have an extended rest in the middle of the pitch, um, usually as far away from the touchline as possible. It, it's not pretty, but they obviously have worked out that's... that's that works for them. That works for them, and they do it, and it is shithousery, but... You, you know about it, so there's not a lot you can do. No. Um, so good luck. Yeah, I mean, the stadium is fun. It's bumpy, it's sandy, it's, uh, it's, uh, the lighting is pretty grim. Um, and I thought it's unusual. I mean, let me try and paint the background for people who don't know some of the, the Thai football grounds. Um, firstly, there is no running track, good thing. Secondly, all along the far touchline, there's a very large temple. And quite a pretty temple. It, quite, a pretty te- quite a pretty temple, and uh, with a great big parking lot, which none of the football fans can use. Um, but what was interesting was right outside the away supporters' stand, while we were there, there's a funeral taking place. Not the actual cremation itself, but the evening prayers that go on for sort of three to five days uh, before the cremation. So you've got everybody chanting away, wearing black, all very proper. And right next door, literally 25 yards away, there's a football match taking place. Now, as Simon said to me earlier, it's perfectly possible. The temple actually owns the ground on which the the football teams play. Uh, And probably most of the people who are at the cremation are locals who know about the football stadium and know what happens there. It's probably a convenient arrangement for... Both parties. I mean, any, anywhere else you might sort of bat a bit of an eyelid and say, oh, is this, is this a bit strange? There's a funeral taking place at the same time as a football match. Um, but actually, you know, it's, it's sort of, you know, life goes on. And yeah. I think everybody's sort of comfortable with that arrangement. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, oh, the yes. little food and drink stands, that was a tad confusing. So you get there and you go round the stadium. Get your tickets. And it's like... Okay, so where, where, where? There's not even soft drinks. And then if you walk out of the stadium, across the road, there was four or five street food, covered everything. Yes. Great, brilliant. And it was literally a minute walk. But it's outside the stadium because when you get inside the stadium, there's a school right outside the the main stand, which presumably means that they're not allowed to sell alcohol in the grounds, but there was no problem. 
yeah. going outside, getting it and taking it in with you. And they were giving you the cups to yeah. pour it into, so that was very nice. And, there's, and, and it was expensive. Yes. Street food is how much, but then it's patchier, so... And for, nice all the, for all the fuss that goes on about, you know, potential issues with patio fans, A, they were very hospitable, and B... Weren't they just oh. really quite... Hmm. Pleased, actually. It was mm. nice. And, and B, nobody seems concerned that the touchline is you know, ten, 10 feet away from the stands and, and you've got you know, mugs of beer in your hand, that sort of That's thing. So and in all fairness to their... They, they policed it very sensibly, policed it. They securityed it. Yeah, yeah, it was done well. And the dangerous zone where their ultras are, they were drumming and singing the whole game... But there wasn't too much deep bassy bassy. It was very melodic. It yeah. was melodic drumming. Yeah, it was, it was like, a, oh, this it, is nice. It was almost like you know, the sort of let's all chant type of stuff. It was. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I thought that was good actually. They made yeah. a lot of noise, but it was nice noise. Yes. Um, obviously, they're over the moon because they beat us comprehensively. And, and they're in very close touch to to a. Um, What's the word I want? A playoff spot. Playoffs, yeah. um, if they carry on with this sort of form, then they'll be there. Um, I'm guessing they want to get into the playoffs, but not go but up. Probably not go up yet, yeah. I mean, you know, I no, said before, the playoffs are great for fans. Yeah. An extra, an extra game and it's fun and. Okay, I had a tip of the hat also to a couple of Chiang Mai old boys. Uh, one Mai Setisan was there and uh, came over and uh, acknowledged the Chiang Mai fans. Uh, Christian Alex was there, came over and acknowledged the Chiang Mai fans. And he Bless just, him, He's yeah. just a nice just guy a nice anyway. Yes. Um, other than that, yeah, this, let's get into, into how Chiang Mai played. It just felt, after the energy of the Nongbua game... It didn't. It, it was exactly the same side, but didn't play like the same side. How much of that was due to the conditions, don't know. But we looked leaden-footed. We looked like we didn't care. Hmm. Um, and the shambles. And when you look at what's been going on, you can completely understand it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait till the transfer window. We're going to get all these brilliant super-duper players in. You kick out David, and then you get a handful of squad players. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll so come on to that, I think, oh, okay, later okay. And when we talk about the, 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 who we've brought in. Um, because I don't think we've improved the squad, and that's what you're supposed to do during the transfer window. Um, we just looked a little bit pedestrian, Simon. It was... Hart's not in it. I just think the players yeah. are like... Especially with all the stuff that's going it was, on. It was all a bit uncertain. We needed an extra touch all the time. We got caught in possession. Um, Completely unorganised. Yeah. One opportunity, uh, uh, Carolyn and Im Chang-kyun sort of managed to get in each other's way just inside the Chiang Mai half. Judy Van picks the ball up, runs on goal. Um, and fortunately, uh, Adisak's shot was was angled to the far corner uh, and Farhad made his save of the match, getting his right foot out to, to turn the ball wide. Uh, so they certainly had their chances uh, yeah. to add to the score. The corners were a bit of a worry because, again, we were unorganised and their corners were quite good. Yeah, I mean, how, how Flavio was able to have the space... To, it was a header direct from a corner, and it was a it was a low corner towards the sort of middle of the goal around the six yard line, and he just stood there 
and he stooped and ducked his head and nodded in the far post. There were eight defenders around him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bit of a mystery, Simon. Well, yeah, I, I, sorry, I just... The players have had enough, the club's a mess, and they're all thinking about other things, I think. I think it's probably a fair time just to look at the difference between a, a home form and away form. Uh, our home form is, is pretty sensational. We've played 11 league games at home. We've won nine, drawn one, lost one, scored 30, conceded nine. So we've taken 28 points from 33 games at home. That is that's that's championship. Three, uh, that's championship yeah. winning yeah. football. Yeah. On the road... Um, and I think I'm going to include the two cup games in this just to, to round it up because they were both away from home. On the road, we've played 12. We've won two drawn four, lost six, scored ten, and conceded fifteen. Uh, that's ten it's po- not good when you look at it. It's ten, point, ten points out of 30 in the league on the road. And the thing about statistics is they don't really lie. Um, you create a trend, and you also create something of a mindset in, in how you set yourself up. And... Our last uh, four away games, a 0-1 loss to Patio, a 1-2 loss at Lampang, 2-2 at Chinat, and then the highlight, the 2-0 win away at Ayutthaya. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's the same players playing the same game, but playing it very differently. Yes, I don't know what to say, really. Yeah, <laughs> just, that, just nod and agree yeah, and say, yeah, or yeah, say yeah. what fine analysis, Robert, what good work you did. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but then, playing away is difficult. Everybody knows I was that. Say that's it. Are, the, yeah. are, are the, all the other teams' away statistics sort of like that? Oh, I knew you'd ask me that, Simon. So bear with me while I find the relevant piece of paper. Um, let's look at away records in the league only, ignoring cup games. Um, Ayutia, and this was a bit of a surprise. Ayutia's away record is uh, 19 points from 11 games. They've won five, drawn four, and lost only two. Well, that's uh, good, isn't the it? The only other team that has 19 points on the road is Nakon Ratchasima, the Swat Cats, but they've played an extra game away. They've played 12 away. And they're top um, of the league, so you would expect And that, that. that kind of suits them because it does mean they will have more home games in the second half of the season. So if they've played 12 away already, they've only got another five five to play away from home. Happy days. Yeah, happy days. Um, Because travel is a longer journey for them. But they've won five, uh, drawn four, lost three away from home. The other teams up there, Nakon C have won five out of nine. they are there with um, Nongboa, who have won five out of ten, lost only three on the road. Uh, but we're in the middle of that table. If you just do an away, le- away record table, away results table, we're ninth alongside Chinat, um, <laughs> Lampang, uh, Prayer, and, and Samut Prekan City. So, yeah, our away form's an issue. And... Well, we'll, well, we can keep racking up points at home. We need to get a couple of decent results on the road if we are being going to be challenging for, but is, could for that, promotion. Could not getting wins away, could that be indicative of the fact that we're extremely poor at taking our chances? Well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's probably right. Because um, the last couple of weeks, it's ridiculous how many chances we've had and how nowhere near the... Scoring, we look. Yeah. It's 
Yeah, headers straight at the goalkeeper, shots that go wide from very good positions. Um, that's somebody else. Wastage is phenomenal. That, that's the worrying thing. And someone needs to score. Yes. Do you know well, what I mean? Obviously, come, come back, come back, you, come back, you, Young Sewell is forgiven. Stenio's due for a goal. He just. He's, got, he, he's just not having any luck, is he? he just but I don't know, his luck is, is he's becoming... It's all a bit frenetic with Stenio. It's all a trying too bit... Trying Yeah, I think it's trying too hard. Trying yeah. too hard to impress. Trying too hard to lead his team by example. And he just doesn't look relaxed. And if you're not relaxed, then, you know... What are the and then the issue with Stenio is the red mist. Yeah. Shows itself, which... So, which needs to stop because we don't want you to be suspended. It's come on, let's. Um... Yeah, I just don't. I'm going to be careful how I say this because I know I'm going to offend people. Well, let me say it. We've, we have <laughs> some. Yeah, how do you always escape this, Simon? Uh, we have some big name players who are not. I think, delivering the performances that we need, um, in particular away from home. It all looks great at home, but on the road, and Simon and I have seen every game on the road this season, including the cup games, and, yeah, we need more delivery, a little less show. Yeah, OK, yeah, not a lot else I can say to that. I think another major problem is when we do get the ball from the left or the right coming over, we've got no players in the box, which is a problem. So I would like to think they should be working on that because the crosses are half decent, but there's no one in there. And then that would lead me on to Tawan and Suchanon, but there we go. Well, I would love to see Tawan get a, get a start um, because every time he started, he's delivered. And... Every time there, he comes on the subby. Yeah, I mean, there are no pretensions about him. He's just, he, 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 he's just commitment. Yeah, he's like standing up, 100%, and mm. he's always going forward, and he's always trying mm. to score. Mm. Uh, Suchinon, who is Brazilian, mm. he come on, and then with, within however long, two cracking opportunities down, down, down the left. Set up down the left side, yeah. Well, that's what he does. Yeah. And then if you've got two... I don't know, yeah. But then... We know what the team is, because we've seen it for the last two weeks, and that's the team. And it's not good, is it? I wonder whether it'll be time to ring up some change. I mean, my, my guess is that with our home form... Um, we should stay in the top six. Well, at least. But with our home form, we should also pick up three points off Rayong. But we'll come to that later, because I know you're not going to agree, Simon, and that's why I love doing this. Um, let's talk about... Some of the other games from last weekend, uh, because there was there was some fun stuff out there. Uh, Rayong beat Prayer three two. Rayong were three 0 up. Rayong were three 0 up after ninety minutes, going into injury time at the end of the game. Then all hell broke out. They, they uh, look so good. They really Rayong. Do. I mean, it's interesting because we do play Rayong on um, Friday night. It's Friday night this week, kids. Oh, God, um, I keep forgetting that. As yeah, well. just remember Friday night seven p.m. The game was moved uh, forward a day um, to accommodate other events. I think at the uh, municipal stadium. Uh, Rayong looked awfully good against uh, Prayer. And the that, goals? 
Yeah, <laughs> that combination of Gagliardo, who's come back from uh, from Sukhothai, and uh, oh dear, oh dear, Thiago Chalapa up front, who I think desperately needed Gallardo, quality support, yeah. and now has it. Um, they were phenomenal. It was like, oh they were. God, they it's did. their understanding, and it's the crispness of their passing. And the precision of their passing and their movement. Oh, it was just a pleasure to watch. They're just quality footballers. Yeah. As soon as the ball lands at their feet, it's like, oh, right, here we go, you're good. Yeah. You're like David. Yeah. You can see it instantly. Um, no, brilliant. And I've got a soft spot for Rayon because yeah. I didn't yeah. stay in Patty's ride a few days down yeah. in Rayon, there which is... was fantastic. The, the uh, trouble is, it got to the end of the game and... Um, Maybe they just took their foot off the pedal press, scored a couple in injury time, and then there is the most bizarre of sendings off, double sending off, which you have to see the highlights to sort of understand what happened. Um, Definitely worth watching the highlights. <laughs> it's so entertaining. Yeah. Um, Simicorn, uh, uh, Rayong's uh, midfielder, uh, gets booked for yeah, not a very good tackle, but not a particularly bad tackle. Um, Doberman, who we've had issues with in the past, decides that he's going to walk past Simicorn, but as he walks past Simicorn, he treads on Simicorn's foot. Simicorn doesn't react very happily to this. And as Doberman walks away, Surikan swings his left foot and hacks Doberman to the ground. Now, you would have thought that would be a straight red card, as it should have been. But Surikan had already been booked. And the referee probably, I don't know, either doesn't understand the rules or didn't get a proper view of this. So he just gives Surikan a second yellow card, which means he's off the pitch. But it probably means he doesn't get... A game suspension. Doberman, whose only sin was treading on Sewerman's foot as he walked past him, gets a straight red. It was bizarre refereeing. The only thing, he didn't walk past and tread on his foot like you do. He walked past, he put his foot onto his foot, and as he walked, he put all his weight down. And and that's, that's, think, that's quite a lot of weight. I think he completely deserved that. And he will get that happening again because he's just a nasty, horrible mm. player. So, <laughs> this is, who, who's this the is guy the, that did the kicking? Siricon. Siricon, well done, mate. <laughs> Super bloody duper. And I'm not meant to say that, but I don't effing care. There we go. Doberman's horrible. Well yeah, done. We don't like Doberman. I think more said. people should kick him. Yep. Well, let's encourage that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not very BBC, because Robert. We. we, we <laughs> We play Claire in a few weeks' time. So Simon will be offering substantial incentives to anybody who kicks Doberman. <laughs> it was an entertaining game, worth a look. Hold on. What incentives are these? I have no idea. <laughs> you, I'll leave that for you to come up with. OK, um, come. In the other sort of entertaining moments of, of, the, of the weekend, China beat Kanchanaburi. Now, I wouldn't normally come to this because it's sort of a middle-of-the-table middle of game. But... China's golf came from the remarkable Clyde O'Connell. He's at it again. Fantastic. He's brilliant. And this time he scored, he took the penalty. I'm sorry, I'm the new boy at the club. I'm a centre half. I'm Irish. I'm Irish. But I'm going to put my hand up and I'm going to take the penalty, which is obviously something he's practised and rehearsed, given the run up and the sort of, you know, the, the stutter halfway before slotting it past the goalkeeper. Don't like those, but he did it well. He did it well. Just don't get too cocky. And, and, and he followed the scoring with an Irish jig, which he's obviously got the whole team rehearsing. 
Uh, and I'm all for Irish jigs. I think we should see more of them on the football pitch. I'm not going to say anything because you know what I thought of that. But anyway, no, well done, young man. Bloody brilliant. Lampang beat Nakon Sea United. Um, that one's interesting because we play Nakon Sea United as the second game of the away trip next weekend. Um, for Nakon Sea United, Jed Sakon saw a red card after 68 minutes. Uh, there were a series of really good stops from the Lampang goalkeeper who had one of those games he will remember. And... Uh, it was one of these games, entertaining. There were opportunities at both ends. Uh, our friend Cunningham in the uh, knack on Seagull was OK. He had his one sort of mare of a moment uh, in the second half, sort of careening outside his goal. Um, he just loves to give, doesn't he? He just loves to give. I was sitting there thinking he hasn't done anything silly and he's actually playing quite well. Oh, <laughs> excellent. All of a sudden, oh, hello, mate, what are you doing up here? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, just going for a walk, are you? Um, <laughs> He's so entertaining. But, well, Apart from that, he played well. But thank you, Lampang. Thank you, Lampang, because you did the rest of the league a favour with that result. Um, Nongbua beat Chiang Mai United uh, 2-1. There was a late rally from Chiang Mai United, but Nongbua again. I wouldn't say it was a rally. They scored and they tried scored true. They just fair, looked fair, fair. so bland. Yeah. Quite surprised. Because yeah. I saw the, the score, fair. I thought, oh, OK, maybe it was a bit fair. of a game. Yeah. But Nongbua still look very good. Scary. Um, like I said, you yeah. uh, when we was having a coffee, what, they're going to do someone by six. What I, enjoy, what I enjoyed about this one was Jardel, who hadn't looked very good against Chiang Mai FC the previous week, looked a bit anonymous. This time he was dominant, and he was all over the pitch. He was strong in defence, he was strong up front, scored, um, and all in all. He scored a great instinctive goal. Just sticking out, a ball's coming across him, and he just sticks the leg out. Uh, really instinctive finish. Well done. Valuable player, in all fairness. He's, he's everywhere and he does it good. Yeah. Does it well. Cassett's yeah. up one, Ayutia three. Simon probably watched more of this than I did. You're, well, you're on the spot there, Simon. I am now, now I'm going to look at me notes. The Cassett's up keeper was sent off, uh, uh, Tiro was sent off um, for doing a Faha and running so far out of his goal it made very little sense. Um, it was hilarious, you know I'm going to say that. Um, but he, he had a good game and he's a big lad. He's a big lad. So I think you could be worth keeping an eye on. They're just not very good. But they were trying. I think yeah. the last couple of results have spurred them on and they're going for it. So, well, good luck, guys. Hope you get better, but can't see it, unfortunately. Um, what else? That's oh, yeah, sorry, you've got crabby swat cats. Hold on, stop. We didn't do that. Who's, who's, who's Jao Paolo? Are you pronounced? Yeah. Very composed finish. That goal was very slinky. It like a five-a-side goal. Hmm. Really. Just the way, yeah, good. Right, OK, next one. Who we Krabby doing? to Nakon Rechisima 2. Now, Krabby, we play um, on in the midweek, uh, the Wednesday game this week. Uh, or this coming week, uh, which we will preview for you on Monday. We will do a special podcast on Monday before we travel down to, to Krabi. Um, I hope that's in Simon's diary because it's a, it's a bit of a change from normal. Uh, but the two Krabi goals were sensational. The first is the first is a half volley, the second's a volley. They're both from outside the penalty area. They're both unstoppable. <laughs> Wonderful goals, wasn't it? Yeah. Really, really yeah. good. Uh, it, actually, 
it was a really entertaining game. It was fantastic. Come on, Krabby. The, well, this is the new Krabby. I mean, they, they, they are doing what they did last season to the extent that they bring in a lot of new players and hope to start getting some results. Now, they're a long way adrift at the bottom of the table, but they are a team that we would like to see... Ideally, we'd like to see them stay up. So they're just going yeah, to I mean, have to work. They, they, but they need to get some results. And they will get them. They're staying up. Seriously, trust me. They're, Come um, on, Krabby. Three successive score draws. Kanchanaburi away, Patia away, and the Swat Cats at home. Those are all decent results. And so that's just going to breed confidence, yeah. isn't it? They're going to fancy their chances when we go down there, aren't they? I would have thought so. We underestimate them at, at our peril. Yeah, I, that's... And those, those were just two terrific goals. Again, if you have a chance to see the highlights, it's worth watching because those are two of the best goals you'll see this season. Uh, they have... Well, we'll come to the Patia preview. The we we'll come to the Krabby preview. We've Rat were brilliant. They, they like, wow, you're really good. And we said this the other week. Davison's everywhere. Davison, I was saying how good he was last pod but he's in a vein of form that's scary anyone would want him and he's really good at football not just scoring yeah so impressive yeah. cool well done mate so that's last weekend's games um i think done as much as we can do there we should come up with well we should talk a little bit about rayong simon okay Rayong, brilliant before they come here literally it's tomorrow night people Oh, because it's it's not, we're Thursday it's already. Wednesday, it's Thursday, right? Okay. So yeah, we're Friday we're a day late with the podcast, which I apologise, but it's a long way back from Patia. Um, Rayong's away form is decent. They in the league they've played oh, nine. Really? They've played nine, won Bucket. three, drawn four, lost only two on the road, scored thirteen, and only conceded six. So they're reasonably tight at the back. Um, they're going to struggle at the end. The catch for them is they haven't actually played that many games away from home. And uh, at the end of the season, four of their last five games are going to be away from home. So they sort of really need to start getting the results in the bag if they're going to be in the, in the playoff places. Uh, Rafael Gallardo returned in the transfer window from Sukhothai. I think he makes a serious difference to the team. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's just... Yeah. Great, isn't yeah. he? Just... They're heavily dependent for goals on Thiago Chalapa, but Thiago Chalapa is now going to be heavily dependent on getting the support and the feed from uh, Gagliardo in midfield. Uh, out wide, they have their Japanese winger, Ryoma Ito. He's scored five. And we like him. He's a lively little yeah. chap, isn't yeah. he? I'm, I'm, they're looking good. I mean, they're a side that made very few changes in the transfer window. They're pretty settled. They have two players who have been ever-present, played all 21 games this season, Nopakun, the goalkeeper, and the wonderful, I, I think my hero of the season, Kitano Hiramichi. He's 41, I think. Maybe one year either side, I haven't looked it up. Uh, they're centre-half. He plays like a... 30 year old, yeah. doesn't he? And he's just composed and big and and he's there from fantastic. the and he's there from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And bless his heart, he scored. Bless, good on good in, stuff. in in their um in their three two win over press. So he got one of the three goals and um yeah yeah I, th- I think they, like I, I think they go up. I, I really do. Here's here's the thing. It's going to be a good game. And Chiang Mai need to bounce back after Patia. Rayong will be looking to get a result uh, at Chiang Mai. So we should get a decently entertaining match tomorrow night. Yes, we should. And hopefully the 
the players sort it out amongst themselves and ignore what they're being told <laughs> and, and go out and, and play Just well. go out and enjoy yourselves. I mean, yeah. I, I do worry, and this was my thought down at Patia. They're not enjoying it. Well, A, they're not enjoying it, and B, they're sort of looking over their shoulder and thinking, what does the coach want us to do now? I mean, who cares? You're Just play the, your way. Yeah, Clearly you, the coach doesn't yeah, know what he's doing you're because the, he's being told the, by the owner. The players need to do what they, what need they to do, do best. Get on with it. Ignore yeah. them. Go out. Yeah. Go out. Enjoy yourself. Be a have handful some, of you. Get yourselves organised. This is how we're going to play. This is what we're going to do. Have some fun. Yeah, and just ignore those idiots mm. telling you what to do. Mm. Mm. That's big arse, though, because you're demoralised and well, you're a not big, enjoying big ass because it. And you still want to get your paycheck. Yes, that is a thing, isn't it? Because <laughs> the club yes. has a reputation for not paying. <laughs> as we had from, no, 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 from a few months ago, wasn't yes, it? That guy who phoned up his dad oh, yeah. and said, On they Facebook. won't pay me, can you, can you come and help me get my money? That's not great, is it? Um... So, yeah, you know. Fair. Other games this weekend. Uh, some good ones. Sort of Ayutthaya Chinat, that's the sort of central, central Thailand derby. Um, Chiang Mai FC Rayong, we've talked about. Nakhon Si versus Krabi. Uh, the nearest, I guess, either team gets to a derby game down in, down in the south of Thailand. Uh, uh, Krabi grab a point there. Yeah. Fluka win. Yeah. We're staying up, Krabi. Come on, guys. Kanchanaburi versus Patia. Um, good test for Patia, that one, after last weekend. The SWAT Cats play Sam at Prakan City. I'm sorry, Phil, but you've got to kind of fancy the SWAT Cats will take that. Oh, God, haven't you just? Because they've been a bit wibbly old. Supanburi versus Nongbua. Um, another, that could uh, go bendy for Supanburi, because they've been They've been awful. awful, but it's another long trip for Nongbua. And, again, it's a side that doesn't always seem to travel that well. So... Interesting to see how that one plays out, but yeah, you have to assume Nongbu wants all three points from that. Customs versus Lampang. Um, Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. Sorry. Prayer, prayer versus Chantaburi. Again, same thing applies, I think. Uh, and Chiang Mai United play Kassisar. It is a Chiang Mai doubleheader this weekend. On Friday night, you can watch Chiang Mai FC versus uh, whoever we're playing, Rayong. Rayong. And on Sunday, you can watch Chiang Mai United versus Kassisar. Um so those are your weekend Which fixtures. Which Chiang Mai really need to be winning, don't they? They do. They're a bit close to the bottom of the table, so they do need to, to, to pick, start picking up some points. It um, would be interesting to know why they're such a shambles. Mon- I assume it's just money, but you know, it's just... Yeah. Um, the top of the table, after 21 games, Nakon C played 21, 43 points. Nongbua also on 43 points. Nakon Ratchasima on 42. That's three teams... Really tight at the top of the table, and as it stands at the moment, you kind of think that two of those three will go into the automatic promotion places. Chiang Mai would not be outrageous if you said yeah. those are the three. I mean, it's. I mean, there'd be lots of. But two of two of three goes into the automatic places. Yeah. But yeah. Um, oh, you're cheering now. Bringing Chiang, 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 Chiang Mai are fourth with 38. Rayong are fifth with 37, which is why this, which is why tomorrow night's game matters as much as it does. But as long as we get a draw, we stay ahead of them. That. that and, and the I, win would be great, obviously. Ayutia are in sixth place with 35 points, so those are the six teams that make up the, uh, the promotion and playoff places as we speak. Interesting to see what Lampang do, because they've been very up and down. Yeah. Final thoughts for the week, Simon, and sort of this one's just... The transfer window is now closed, so you can't make any more changes to the squad for the season. 
And the mid-season transfer window always strikes me as a, te- as a time when teams that are looking to pr- get promoted or teams that are looking to avoid relegation look to improve their squad. And I'm not quite sure Chengmei FC has done that. Uh, other of teams, course they haven't. Other Our teams around have massively worse. Yeah. It's ridiculous. We must be the only team in the league to be in a worse position after they're getting all these super new brilliant players in. The quick summary, in came two full-backs, Nakin and Adisak, and a centre-half, Aleph, uh, the Brazilian, and a um, second-choice goalkeeper um, who we may or may not have needed. I have a theory about this, by the way. Uh, Fahar is on three yellow cards. One more yellow card, and he's on an automatic one-game suspension. I think the goalkeeper, because he has T2 experience with Samut Prakan City, has been brought in as specific cover for Faha in case the lad uh, ends up suspended for a game or two and they don't want to try Anipong, who is, who's looked good pre-season but hasn't had, and has only had one cup game um, yeah, with man, the full team. Yeah, we won't go into that. No, I feel sorry for the poor lad. Yeah, he has not had a chance and he's now thinking... Oh right, so not getting a chance. Not getting a chance the rest of the all. season. Yeah, I wish I wish he'd gone and found himself somewhere he could play in in the yeah in T gone to T gone to a T three side who needed him. Like you said, major anything. Yeah. just just get playing. Out, out went Pitak uh, Jatarong, the uh, the third choice goalkeeper, has gone down to Raj Pracha. Uh, Suwanapat uh, has found himself a new gig at uh, Sukhothai. Are they and in T1? Yes, they are, Simon. Oh, so we got rid of our captain defender. Yes. So make space to get rid of David to bring in a load of more defenders that don't know how to defend, and that's why we're shit. Mm. Right, sorry, because I didn't understand it, but it makes complete sense now. Uh, and David Cueva has also moved to a T1 side. Well, he would do, wouldn't he? He would. And how happy are Conken United? No, the fans, the fans love him. They're the, the club are really happy to have they him. They no promoted question. it really well. The yeah. photos are great and the comments. Yes. He must be so happy to go back there, really. Yeah, he yeah, had good to, actually, it was David, a deal he had to do himself. I mean, there was a, there was a post where Chengmai seemed to sort of be claiming some credit for David's move, but it wasn't that... Kong Ken approached Chiang Mai and said, we'd really like to have David Cueva back, please. Uh, Chiang Mai sacked Cueva, let's be blunt about this, uh, and left him to go and find a club on his own. Um, and David has always said he doesn't have an agent, he sort of, because as far as he's concerned, if he doesn't have an agent, then he has everybody working for him instead of just one person. So he's... Uh, He's gone off and found himself a new gig. Well, he's Good gone luck. back home, essentially. Yeah, he's gone back home. Good, so luck. Good luck brilliant. to him. Hopefully we we'll try and come and see you, David, before the season ends. Absolutely. Um, so that's my lot. Have you got anything, Simon, you want to throw in before we wrap up for the week? Um, yeah, I must have something to moan about. Bear with me. <laughs> You'll be accused of a sustained, sustained diatribe, Simon. They don't know what a diatribe is. You yes. wait till the final pod of the effing season, then you'll see a diatribe. <laughs> um, OK, no, nothing, nothing. Uh, what? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a giggling fit over here. Um, it's been splendid, Simon. Thank you so much, as usual, for your company. Uh, we will 
come back after the weekend. The games are Friday. The, the Chiang Mai FC game is Friday night. Saturday, Sunday has the other weekend games. There's Chiang Mai United on Sunday against Kassat. Uh We will come back into a podcast on Monday because cool. the games next week are Wednesday against um, Krabi and Sunday at Nakhon Si Tamarat. Uh, it um, would be nice if we're not the only two fans. I think Dennis is trying to come, but what are these work commitments? I'm not sure I'm going to have to speak to him. I suspect both games are quite, you know, they're both readily accessible for the, for the Bangkok diaspora. Um, well, we'll see who else turns up. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Right. Lovely. Simon, thank you again, and uh, we'll talk to you all on Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the game on Friday night. Good night. Yeah. See you later, folks. Take it easy.